0: I'm just, using my, I'm just using my headphones, um, just so you know.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I just couldn't get my microphone out this morning. No, no, Elfie, you've already ruined one podcast by making noises. You will not ruin
1: this one.
0: Do you hear me, tiny bird?
1: Okay. I. I She's been I, told. Um, I asked my target. Uh, I did a survey of 100% of our target audience yesterday. <laughs> yep yep and Great. I asked them how they felt about the bird screeching in the background yeah do you want to know the results of that question Yep. 50 no 100 of the audience said we haven't noticed <laughs> that is <laughs> absurd it is so loud and piercing and one of the comments was It doesn't matter if it's in. We like it. It gives a homey ambience.
0: Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I mean, mostly I just can't do anything about it because I moved her (laughs) into another room so that she wouldn't disturb the recording, and she went absolutely (laughs) mental. Like she started throwing shit around her cage and like and like banging her beak against the. Like, she was just so distressed, so
1: yeah,
0: it's just not cool to do that to anyone. No, that's um, okay. So, yeah, deal with yeah. it.
1: Like, well, if you uh, hate the uh, what screeching,
0: what's the, screeching. Yeah, what's the thing that you want? Just this bird to be really unhappy. Why do you hate, you know what I mean? Why do you want to spread unhappiness in the world? That's really messed up. Also, like, it's just I'm there's something like Lucas is really good. Even though he's so much more sensitive and loves birds so much more than me, when like she's upset, he's like, oh well, yeah, she's <laughs> she's not having a good time, but we can't like just bend our lives completely to like facilitate her needs. Whereas I'm like, what are you talking about? It's hundred percent our responsibility to make her happy. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I would just be like, well, we've got to quit our jobs now because um, <laughs> she just needs so much attention and we just can't really work anymore. And he just obviously is a regular person, so he doesn't feel like that. Anyway, bless him. I mean, he oh, used waste. to never turn the heater on in our apartment because he, like, was convinced that heating was wasteful if you mm. lived in an apartment until we got a budgie and then he was like, oh, I better leave the heater on all day while we're out in case she gets cold. <laughs> like, a budgie.
1: They live in the desert. It's freezing. Anyway. <laughs> but maybe they're normally around other budgies yeah you know how like penguins in the antarctic when it's especially cold they just huddle together in a big blob yeah i know i can't think about it
0: i can't think about it too much though because it just really bums me out
1: (laughs) (laughs) don't you think it's nice how they all have like give each other a turn being in the middle i think Um, it'd be really nice to be one of the middle penguins
0: Um, I don't think so. It seems really Mm. stressful. And then like they do it for the whole winter. So like one winter, every couple of days, this boyfriend that I had after we learned about the penguins would lean over to me and be like, just so you know, all those penguins are still huddled together, (laughs) which like, I just couldn't really handle the idea of that. Also, it just makes me so sad because some of them will huddle for that whole winter holding an egg and then their partner won't come back.
1: Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh, my
0: God. So then their partner (laughs) dies at sea, never comes back. They can't raise the chick on their own. They don't know what to do. Oh, Oh, it's so so sad. Or then, like, some of them in the, like, hubbub of the excitement, their egg will just accidentally touch the ice and then it instantly won't hatch now. It got too cold. Oh. I just can't deal with it it's just too sad
1: (laughs) I'm really sorry for bringing it up
0: (laughs) I know but also what a weirdo like why does it even make me so sad most of them survive and are happy and fine and penguins are cute
1: You have that brain disease where it doesn't matter how removed you are from a sad (laughs) event; it just affects you the same as if it was happening to your best friend or your yeah that exactly
0: yeah that brain disease is called borderline personality disorder. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's It's fucking dumb. Yeah, (laughs) and it's useless. It's unhelpful for everyone. But actually, I once um got really depressed because there was this really bad um. Earthquake in China, and like mm-hmm. some, a crazy number of people were missing. Like sixty thousand people were missing because of this earthquake, and mm-hmm. I asked for an extension on an essay um, at uni. And mm. my lecturer was like, do you know any of these people? Like, how does this affect you? I was like, that is a fucking huge number of people. That is so sad. Imagine if they're all dead. That would be absolutely devastating. And the, that's like 12 times as many people who live in my hometown. Mm. All just gone in like one yeah. tiny event. Anyway, my lecture was just like, I don't really understand why you're affected by this, which just didn't make sense to me.
1: He thought you were just trying to scam an extension. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She's like, whatever. If I was scamming you, I just would have said...
1: I would have done a better job.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> um, got a doctor certificate from my psychiatrist. Do it's you want to know... I am Uh, um, bad at, um, disconnecting myself from sad events. It's correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Go on. You're up.
1: Must really suck for you. I I feel terrible.
0: I know. I would say something like I'm an empath, right? But all the people who are empathetic that I've ever met in my life, all they ever do is complain about what a burden it is to be an empath. And I just want to be like, (laughs) if you were really an empath, you would realize that what you're saying right now is boring and a punish. You're being punished right now and you're not empathizing with me. He has to put up with your shit. <laughs> Seriously. And also everyone who thinks they were an empath thinks that their mother had narcissistic personality disorder. Oh, really? Yeah. They're know. all like, my mother was a real narcissist. And it's like, look, everyone doesn't like their mother. That doesn't make your mother mentally ill. It just like, you know, whatever.
1: I like my mum.
0: Yeah, my mum's all right.
1: <laughs> I think lots of people like their mums. I think uh, not liking mums is like a couple of decades old now. I think it's like old old school thing. Oh, you happen. think it's like an adolescent thing? <clears throat> no, I think it's like a Boomer 80s, thing, 90s thing. 90s thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think probably lots of parents aren't that good. Let's be
1: real. Sure. I mean, we're yeah.
0: lucky. We kind of hit the jackpot, but
1: yeah,
0: a lot of people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to hear some more results of the market research? Oh my god, yes. Speaking of parents, please. Um, so the first I couldn't. It was like impromptu. I was just talking to my mum on the phone, and I thought I'd do some market research. So that couldn't think of many questions, but the first one I asked was, uh, "What do you want to hear more of on the pod?" Oh yeah. Um, 50% of our audience said everything you've talked about has been interesting
0: <laughs> useless <laughs> feedback by the way anyway yep go on <laughs> and um,
1: the other 50% said they like it when we talk about how we're handling COVID our personal experiences because yeah. there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like podcasts and in content about like the facts and figures of COVID and like people being authoritative on the subject. But I think they like the um, personal stories.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think when we were at our zenith, because mm. we've been on a pretty long, slow um, decline, really. <laughs> I think the podcast <laughs> gets
1: better and better every time. Oh, that's great.
0: Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> When we were at our zenith was when Mm -hmm. Melbourne was in, like, deep lockdown and we had huge numbers of listeners who were like, this is the only thing that brings me comfort anymore. (laughs) It was, like, not really the kind of um, feedback I wanted, you know. It's, like, sort of a – it's like, (laughs) oh, it's great to be the silver lining of this terrible (laughs) event. You know what I mean? Anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, uh any other feedback from our
0: audience
1: yeah I asked them do you like the podcast 100% of respondents said yes (laughs) that's good that's great um one uh note that I had was that um it makes them fall asleep (laughs) which is good (laughs) they like that about it (laughs) oh that's what they use it for no, no, um, just uh, my mum involuntarily falls asleep when she's <laughs> listening
0: to the Well, that's good. It means yeah, that she's relaxed. Do cool. you think we should start um, having a segment where every now and again we just shout, Wake up, Rob! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> Like really yeah. loudly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we should do that.
0: Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, no, that's probably pretty mean
1: yeah no well she's enjoying she said she enjoys like falling asleep and having us playing in the background so yeah napping's great napping is so good this yeah this
0: podcast is super pro napping
1: yeah um i asked them who their favorite podcast host was (laughs) (laughs) yeah what did they say they refused to answer which i was
0: good that's very infuriated about really i think that's really (laughs) diplomatic
1: it's very diplomatic, but I just thought it would be way funnier if they chose one of us or if they each chose one of us. Oh, yeah. I that thought it would be, be a much good. better comedy bit, but whatever, they didn't We want could to have lied. <laughs>
0: oh, that's true. I used to ask I'm my mum which seriously. one of me or my brother she loved more, and mm. um, and she would always say, "Um, I love you both the same, or then sometimes she would be like, well, your sister hasn't asked me recently, so it's her. which i think is a pretty good answer
1: that's a good answer i always say to my parents it's okay i know i'm the favorite you don't have to tell me um uh, my brother
0: is like a millionaire who has twins and owns a house in sydney of course he's the favorite what are you gonna do i'm totally okay with being the black sheep of this family i'm the fun one i've accepted my mantle (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah well if you work at a bank you can't just drop everything to go to gold class with your mum any day of the week can you but i can
1: so whatever exactly <laughs> um some notes that was that my mum said she likes it when we disagree about things
0: oh okay which i
1: was surprised about because i prefer it when we agree about things
0: yeah, I but, mean, but no. you're like me in, in that you just want to listen to a podcast which is people saying things you already believe, but like <laughs> someone else is saying it.
1: Yeah, that is my thing. So like if two people
0: are disagreeing, you can only be agreeing with one of them at a time. Yeah. Also, the way that I disagree is always to go I've noticed this when I'm editing, is that I always go like, Oh yeah, um, yeah, that is completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it'll sound like I'm about to agree with you, but then I'll like (laughs) swerve at the last minute. Keep them guessing, Sam. That's what I say.
1: (laughs) Um, At this point, I ran out of questions, and my dad was like, Oh, I've got an idea for a question. Um, Maybe people would want, like, maybe people would be interested in having some more regular segments. And I was like, okay, do you guys want more regular segments? And they just both went, yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, um, we have been recently getting a lot of um, letters from listeners (laughs) asking for um, our advice. Yeah, I mean, it fucking worked for, like, the McElroys and um, (laughs) Dan Savage. I don't know. Are they advice podcasts?
1: Yeah, they they both are. Oh, I wait. didn't listen to I, either one of them, them. One of them is, definitely. I don't know about the second. I don't know about the first one. Anyway.
0: Yeah, My Brother, My Brother and Me. <coughs> I think it is an advice show. Okay. Um, I don't know. Where they, I think one of the things they might do, I've never listened to it, but I think one of the things they might do is um, take questions from Yahoo Answers
1: Oh, yeah, they definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, which
0: is such a good bit. I wish yeah, I'd come really up with it. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's but your, then, well, yeah. What's Well, yeah, go on. Your, are you going to read one of the questions? Or is that oh, okay, big?
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Um, okay. All right, this one comes from an anonymous listener. It says, Dear Sam and Ainsley, long-time listener, first-time caller. I don't know why they wrote that that's really weird um (laughs) anyway i've been married to a bird nerd for approximately seven years we have been very happy during that time we had um in Uh italics a very Uh active healthy love life until Uh the ipcc report came out when we suddenly stopped having sex is it possible to rekindle the love in our marriage and bring that fire back into the bedroom, or has the <laughs> is our love life another victim of the climate catastrophe? Yours, <laughs> desperately anonymous. <clears throat> wow, that's okay. a very personal. Question. <laughs> Have we got any advice for anonymous, um, dude? I actually can't relate. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that would be like, but hypothetically, um,
1: yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, my advice would be to not have read the IPCC report in the first place. If there's some way that you can, f- they could forget that knowledge. That's yep. my only advice. That's all I can think yeah. of. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's maybe good some advice. kind of maybe, like, like... mild
1: brain trauma or something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, I wouldn't um, advise inflicting a mild traumatic brain injury on your partner as my um, (laughs) go-to wooing strategy. Um, Maybe before that you could just try and bombard them with new information and hope that that bit of information, like, is forced out of their mind so they can't. um Do you know, also I think it's important to point out that there could be A diff, you know, there could be. There's a difference between a correlation and a cause.
1: Absolutely. Like, do you know
0: that the IPCC report was actually the thing that, um, you know, that actually destroyed your sex life? Maybe it was something else. Could be much
1: deeper, more serious problems that you're not even aware of.
0: Yeah, your marriage could have been on the rocks actually for months and months, (laughs) and this is just (laughs) the first (laughs) symptom that you're noticing. (laughs) yeah so that's my advice my advice is panic (laughs) it's all over
1: (laughs) my honest advice um is just to wait a bit longer and things will probably get better yeah usually that's how things that's how things work out
0: Yeah. yeah that's true also another thing i would say is like it seems a bit like you're looking a gift horse in the mouth. You know what I mean? It's like you've been doing it for seven years. That's a pretty long time. Maybe now True. that period of your life is over. But you know, celebrate what you had, not um, what <laughs> what is gone. <laughs> okay, exactly. Sam. Do you have uh, yeah. Do you have any letters from listeners that have asked for advice?
1: Um. No.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, I've got one here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay, it says, Dear Sam and Ainsley, I haven't been able to sleep very well in approximately three weeks. Any advice <laughs> for your fellow insomniacs? Yours, desperately anonymous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: yeah, personally, I don't really know what that would be like. Well, there's so- <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's so many different factors that can affect insomnia. The advice really needs to um,
0: yeah, be tailored de- to it this. It depends.
1: Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I wish on they'd on... given us
0: a bit more, like, information.
1: Yeah, yeah. A bit
0: scant on the details They're anonymous, not to, not to <laughs> criticise. I mean, I wouldn't want it to keep you awake at night, but. Yeah, but, really you know, say if you tried
1: with. a bunch of different medications already and none of them were working, maybe you could self-medicate with um, illegal substances potentially. Oh, yep. Yeah. What are some of the ones that you would <clears throat> recommend? Um, Just, like, binge drinking is a good one for falling asleep. Yep. It's yep. not great for waking up the next day, though. So That's okay.
0: I, don't know. I doubt an honest um, has got anything going on if they've got time to listen to this <laughs> <laughs>
1: um i don't know that's the easiest thing to get a hold of so i'd probably just recommend binge drinking yeah
0: yeah that's true or i mean just embrace the insomnia and like get a get some more hobbies yeah just fill the yeah. time oh mm-hmm. one less thing you've got to do now sleep that's a bonus <laughs> isn't it you just freed up <laughs> heaps of time
1: this is another gift this is another
0: gift or situation i think
1: yeah well i'm glad that we were able to solve both of these people's problems
0: yeah which was basically just like your problem is actually an a plus you're just looking at it wrong
1: it's all about perspective
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah good point
1: Mm.
0: all right what else has been going on sam
1: yeah, so should we do uh, – a um, should we have segments? I don't know if we can do segments. You don't think we could do
0: this regular advice segment?
1: <laughs> oh, we can do an advice segment, sure, yeah.
0: Well, we have had um, segments in the past. We did that segment yeah, that was like um, where we did a – we recapped – what did we recap?
1: The Golden Girls. Oh,
0: yeah, we had one episode where we were the premier Golden Girls recap <laughs> podcast.
1: Yeah, but, you think I don't that- know, it's ne- we've never had a returning segment, we've never had a segment that lasted for more than one episode
0: Okay, well, yeah, should we brainstorm some segments
1: then? Well, they did it for us, they said gave us some suggestions Oh,
0: hit me, what are they?
1: Okay, the first one was just a, a life update, we did try and do that one time Let's Did do we? a little life update.
0: Yeah, cool. All right, yeah, we can do that.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, and then oh, we books sometimes that we've do,
0: been reading. We do sometimes do um lockdown check-ins. Yeah, like lockdown COVID check in Yeah, we do
1: that. Yeah, yeah. do you
0: want to do that right now? Yeah, let's do it right now. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and everybody in between. Welcome to our. <laughs> premiere ongoing weekly segment <laughs> lockdown check-in okay you go first Sam
1: I'm not in lockdown I'm doing okay good. well
0: I'm fuck okay. you you're not invited <laughs> to this segment
1: because we're in lockdown again lockdown number seven isn't it I c- still lockdown number six for greater metro in Melbourne well we
0: went out of
1: lockdown and then
0: went yeah. back into it so I guess it could be called like 6.5,
1: 6.5 yeah. or
0: like 6B as some people on Twitter have been calling it. But I I don't – I disregard that because you know what is the painful thing is not actually being in lockdown. Being in lockdown mm. is fine. The painful yeah. thing is coming out of lockdown and then going back <clears throat> into it. So this isn't yeah. a 6B situation for me. This is 7 <laughs> and it is actually so painful Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if Melbourne had come out of lockdown, I think it would have been worse because then we always make plans to go to Melbourne and, like, you know, see our families. Yeah. But that's not happening. I Mm. haven't seen my brother in, like, two years. Mm. I can't handle this. I hate it so much. Sydney's a total fucking basket case. Yeah. I'll tell you the things that we're allowed to do. Okay. Lucas comes in all the time. And tells me a new rule that they've just imposed right mm. and i'll be like what we already had to do that and he'll be like oh yeah no i mean in sydney this <laughs> is like his funny running joke like he'll come in and be like okay so you got to wear masks everywhere i'll be like babe we already had to wear masks everywhere he'll be like no they've just introduced that in sydney and i'll be like what the fuck they've been in lockdown <laughs> for eight weeks they've only <laughs> just introduced that rule he does that like four or five times a day it's like his favorite oh.
1: joke that's really devastating. I can't <laughs> believe it. It's so fucked. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Lucas's favourite joke is just that Sydney's kind of cooked it.
1: Can I tell you, yeah, Sydney has absolutely cooked it. The kind of – the thing that's happening in Adelaide that's driving me nuts is that because we haven't been in and out of lockdown, people are really vaccine-complacent here, <sighs> like I feel like 50% of the people I talk to are like, oh, I don't really, I don't know. I just don't trust it. It's such a new vaccine. I don't really feel like I want to do it. Like, it's just infuriating. And last night, um, one of my housemates was um, complaining about how he couldn't go on a holiday with all his friends from the East Coast and how that was making him really sad and how COVID is just really kind of like, flattening the joy out of life <clears throat> and i would feel sorry for him if he hadn't also told me that he wasn't going to give the vaccine because he just doesn't trust it and he thinks it's like a government conspiracy so fucking whatever.
0: crazy you know at some point the polio vaccine was released <laughs> right and it was a new vaccine and not only was <clears> it in a new vaccine but it was the first vaccine ever yeah. <laughs> and still people rushed to get it yeah and, you know, yeah. the consequences, there's no polio anymore.
1: Mm.
0: It was just fucking crazy that you would be like, this vaccine is new. Like, when you got the measles, mumps, rubella immunization, were you like, mm. how old is this? When did they develop it? Can you tell me under what conditions? <laughs> like, no, you just got it. Who cares? <laughs> fucking hell. It makes me so mad. We went and got our first AstraZeneca. Mm. We got astrazeneca mm-hmm. Um on the same day as the IPCC report came out,
1: oh my god!
0: The AstraZeneca vaccine has killed my husband's sex drive. I mean, Anonymous's <laughs> sex drive.
1: <laughs> no, so we got
0: AstraZeneca, we got pretty sick. We spent all day in bed. Um, mm. Then we got over it. Now I'm fitter than I've ever been. I got a headache a couple of days later, and I was mm. like, "Oh, how to find out if it's a blood clot." Oh, I yeah. guess I'll just go to sleep, and if I wake up in the morning, it wasn't a blood clot, and if I don't, it was. Anyway, I woke up, so false alarm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just uniquely. I was <laughs> like, oh well, 50 50 chance, don't carry the word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really hoping
0: I die soon anyway. This is pretty shitty. Man, being depressed is so dumb. <laughs> but also, what are you going to do? Yeah. It has taken a lot of the pressure off, you know what I mean? Used to be afraid of getting COVID, now I don't really care. Used to be sure. worried about the vaccine, now I'm sort of chill about it. Used to be worried yeah. about getting blood clots, now doesn't really matter that much. Used to be <laughs> worried about how we were going to survive the climate apocalypse, now hoping that I shall at it and just like walk out early in the movie. I'm even gonna make it to like second act problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we did get some feedback from my friend Giles, who I dra- mm-hmm. who I dragged on the last podcast. He said I deserve this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what did you drag him for again? Because That's he so was crazy. like,
0: I was. I said, I'm guys. I'm having a hard time dealing with the climate catastrophe. Any tips? And he was like, we'll just find somewhere else to live. We'll just build a new (laughs) life. And I was like, like, technically it's true. If you lose every person you've ever loved, all animals, all ecology and your house, yeah, obviously the thing you will do is like get up and make breakfast or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, of course, the thing you do is just keep going on living. But that is not advice. Like, do you know what I mean? Obviously we'll just keep chugging along.
1: Ah, oh, that's why you sent me that screenshot. I oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry.
0: Did I just send it to you like out of the blue? No.
1: Completely out of context.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no information provided. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: that's good. Well, the issue is that I didn't listen to our last episode of the pod. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm no, a- don't be. I'm betraying the pod by not getting our, our listens up by listening to the pod. And Sam, the show, what are you but. talking
0: about? I have never listened to an episode. You frequently have yeah. to be like, someone contacted me and said there's an echo, and I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> so boring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's so annoying. Got to go onto the podcast and actually fix the sound quality. Oh, my life is so hard.
1: <laughs> um, hey, I got that job. Oh, shut up. What is it? Um, I am going to be a set painter for um, a new miniseries oh, called yeah. Firebite, being written and directed by Woke Thornton. Oh,
0: awesome. That sounds really great.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited about it. it yeah, starts that's on Thursday. A great job. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: soon, hey.
1: Yeah, well, it's supposed to start on Monday, but um, it got pushed back.
0: Okay, and how but, long does um, it go for filming?
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but this is pre-production still. I think they're going to start shooting soon, though. But um, my contract is only for four weeks at this stage. But yeah, okay. Um, I was going to say
0: for a miniseries, normally pre-production is only like two weeks anyway.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah, I'm not sure. This is like a I don't know. it's about vampires and I think there's like lots of cave sets and stuff potentially.
0: Oh yeah, that sounds pretty great.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, it should be fun. I'm it's I'm looking about forward to vampires. it.
0: Vampires.
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, I'm thinking about writing a romance novel series. Cool. Yep. Um it's about uh Sort of like an X Men style um, high school.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And the baddies are like um, a thinly veiled pastiche of multi level marketing schemes. Cool. Yeah, that's I like it. it. <laughs> I think you should do it. Okay, great. Um, I think it would be really easy to write a pretty popular romance. Novel series. The only impediment I think would be Mm. how boring it would be. (laughs) Which is just like probably the main reason why most people don't pursue 99% of easy careers.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm guessing a lot of people write them and they're almost identical in every way to the ones that are popular. And just for Mm. no reason, they're not popular.
1: Yeah. I guess it's just pure luck.
0: Yeah, like almost mm. everything.
1: Yeah. Or who you know, being rich already, that helps too.
0: Oh, that's true, yeah. Like if um, my dad Harris Hilton wrote
1: it. A... <laughs> Erotica series. series. Holy shit, it would make a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean Just I would really <laughs> leave the money on the table. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I should offer the ghostwriter um a, you know, romance series for her.
1: Yeah, I think you should. Or just like uh write a romance novel series and call yourself Paris Dilton or something. Oh, you, you mean like, just, like change one letter.
0: Or maybe I should just write a romance novel series and then like start rumors that um Ainsley <laughs> right. Kerr is the non diplume of Paris Hilton.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what you should do for sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, I will.
1: Did you know she has I, a cooking
0: show now? No, I did watch a, a I show. did watch a thing where she talked about um her skincare routine because she does okay. have amazing skin, right? And, I guess. Um, So she she did this skincare routine thing, and it's all like these creams, whatever. They obviously don't do anything, and then it's a fifty <laughs> <000 clears> thousand dollar red <white>, light, <laughs> like. <laughs> radio wave like facial machine that she sits in front of for an hour every day and it's like an hour yeah it takes a really long like it's got to be and and like has all these things that like check the wavelengths or whatever Oh my God. And it's, like, obviously effective, but it's, like, well, who cares about that $70 cream that you're selling if, like, it only works if you sit in front of a $50,000 red light machine. Like, that's fucking dumb. Anyway, she kept saying bizarre things, like, this really helps, like, um boost the DNA in your cells. Boost
1: the DNA. Which is, like, DNA.
0: doesn't make any sense every cell just Listen, has a I'm base level of right
1: dna now. that machine does nothing i'm no, sure I think of it really i'm absolutely does work. Well,
0: no i went no, and read some things about um how this red light technology is supposed to work and like it okay. definitely is not worth fifty thousand dollars normally right. those machines are purchased by like facialists or whatever which like what, uh-huh. why would you pursue that as a career When you could become a a romance novel author. (laughs) Anyway, it's got like half the overheads of um, starting a beauticians. And um, I don't know. Anyway, it works, but like in such a small amount that it's like clearly not worth it. Right. Yeah. Can you hear the bird flying around? We can. Hello, sweetie. What is your opinion about... As and facialists. You ever been to a beautician?
1: If she screeches right now, it's going to break my eardrum. No, I don't think so. Okay. She started making kind of a
0: um, squeaky toy noise that's like. Yeah, kind of sounds like someone's doing it through the walls, you know? But no one is. This is the house that sex forgot. I'm really sorry this episode has been so, um like, corny on Maine.
1: <laughs> I know, and you're usually the opposite of that. Sex negative.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it turns out if you're getting laid, you don't have to talk about it all the time.
1: <laughs> uh, me and Costa tonight at um, Ancient World are going to run a supernatural advice booth.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah, we're going to... Um, Just – I'm going to bring tarot cards. I'm going to bring some, like, toys and bits of string and things that I can turn into magical talismans. We're going to have a list of problems that we can help people with. Great. also going to bring, like, a hair straightener and, like, different nail polishes and things in case I need to do, like, some beauty therapy.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. I don't think beauty therapy is that supernatural.
1: I mean, but it depends, like, if the – color you choose is like because of like a, a, oh, a yeah. astrological yep, yep, color yep, yep, or yep, whatever yep, yep. you know, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? yeah i do think sometimes when my hair is like especially teased up and like will not sit down um I, I must have had, like, a great-grandmother or something who would be like, your hair, it's possessed by the devil, you know, and would, like, try to, um like, comb it out and, like, spit on her fingers and, like, put a spit in my hair to, like, try and make it sit down. So now whenever my hair is, like, especially teased up, I think that it's, like, like, bed hair is, like, de- you know, that I've, I've got a bad spirit inside of me. <laughs> That's why my hair is like that. It's wow. very, like, old world, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, this child, her hair. She's got the devil inside of her. Just look at this mop. It's like, fucking hell, chill out. I'm, I'm eight.
1: This is traumatizing. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, why do you keep
0: spitting on me, old lady? Say it, don't spray it. It's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, pretty was pretty good. I think if I had a daughter, I'd name her Emmy after my great-grandmother
1: who it's believed really that
0: nice pretty much everything was caused by evil Demons. spirits. Demons. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, very I, superstitious woman. She you, once tried you... to tell me how to bring about an abortion by standing on, um, I can't remember what you had to stand on, maybe phone books? Jumping off of phone books. And um, sculling gin was like, I don't think the phone books are doing shit in this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When you fall off the phone books, you, like, fall on the ground and, like, hurt yourself very badly or something. I don't
0: even, I think, yeah, I think it's actually pretty hard for that to work. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, the phone book thing. I was like, I'm eight, dude. What is happening? <laughs> Why is <laughs> she telling me this? She's, like, seen my future and predicted that I'm going to need to know how to do a home abortion. Thanks Jesus. a lot, Emmy.
1: <laughs> it's like sharing how there's – important um, knowledge.
0: There's, like, this, um, uh, like, drug cocktail that was really popular when I was in California, and it's called, like, Cheese Heads. Okay. And it's um PM Tylenol and heroin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's like you've already got the heroin. That's yeah, like, what you the very- fuck is <laughs> yeah it's like you're already like sculling a pint of gin like you don't need to jump off the phone booth at that point or, or maybe it was no it wasn't a phone booth that doesn't make sense
1: that would hurt what do you think <clears throat> you
0: would call your first daughter sam
1: uh mastima
0: oh yeah good one
1: or oh, mafelda that's my daughter's name oh yeah it's yeah. like
0: matilda but it's italian
1: I don't know. Probably not. I think it's probably its own thing.
0: Um, I think you'll find most Italian names are just a stupid version of an English name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It works that way around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ours come from the Bible. I don't know where you guys are getting yours from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the oldest book that's ever written was a Tia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good one. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> um. um yeah, yeah. Yeah. What
0: were you gonna say? I was gonna ask you what your first son was gonna be called.
1: Oh, I had no, I, no. I, Massimo, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. It's the same. Because do you want to know what it means? Um, woolly mammoth. No, it means the greatest.
0: Oh yeah. Good. Cool. Yeah.
1: Pretty good. Yeah, um, good. But no, I'm never. I just had thought children. all that's names ridiculous. mean like
0: either an opening in the forest or um, a gift from God.
1: Most names mean a gift from God. I think that's true, but I don't know about the forest one.
0: Yeah, any names that have, like, Lee in them, that's an opening in the forest.
1: Sylvia is uh, something about a forest, right? Yeah, Lucas means,
0: um, like, really allergic to pollen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what I tell him anyway. I always, pretend to, I always pretend to be looking it up in a name book and then I'll be like, oh no way. <laughs> your name means very allergic to pollen.
1: Is your whole marriage just the same five jokes over? And over
0: Listen, again? repeating a bit is one of my favorite bits of all time. Like anytime we drive down Sydney Road, I tell Lucas that it's the longest pedestrian shopping street in the southern hemisphere it's Uh like why it's not even a joke like why is just (laughs) retelling a fact so like amusing to me I just love it (laughs) so much
1: yeah I don't know maybe it's like the um the sense of consistency I don't know
0: yeah, I, I I don't know. One of my favourite um, threads on Twitter is just married couples saying the bits that they've been doing forever, <laughs> 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 like that they've been doing for 20 years. It's really good. I'm going to look some of them up. Talk amongst yourselves.
1: <laughs> well, before I forget, I wanted to ask you if you had heard of um, this thing, Harbingers of Failure. Harbingers of Failure? Yeah. No, what is it? It's um a market research thing. Uh in the states they did a bunch of market research and they tracked these individuals and their purchasing habits. And they found out that people who purchased a lot of a product that failed, like yeah. a product that ended up failing, are more likely to purchase products that will also end up failing. So if somebody like really really loves Crystal Pepsi or whatever, you can oh. be pretty sure that the other things they like are also going to be dogs.
0: Oh, interesting! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and what is so that called?
1: What harbinger of failure?
0: Harbinger of failure.
1: Yeah, and, and then so they did a more group research on these people. Yeah. yeah, go on. Who just only like shit things, and or there's just something <laughs> in their brain that makes them only like things that everybody else hates.
0: Oh, that's so funny. and they what did they make it into a documentary it's just like a group of people that
1: exist it's just a group of people that exist i think there's an article about it it was like they published their research in the whatever journal of like marketing or whatever i guess there's a marketing journal out there but um uh they also found that these people who um who are the harbingers of failure, they're also more likely to vote for political candidates that nobody else votes for. <laughs> and they're also likely to live in areas where their housing prices underperform.
0: Oh my God. This is so <laughs> sad they're just like people who can't bet on a winner. Oh. No, but I think they just I just think they're contrarian – Oh, you don't think it's that they're actually wired differently?
1: Yeah, I think they're wired to be contrarian. Yeah, differently. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm a contrarian and I don't think that I would buy a house in a place where prices underperformed.
1: I was telling a friend of mine about this is a Failure thing and she was like, oh, my God, it's me. <laughs> she was like, every time we go to the supermarket, all my favourite things that I like to buy are gone. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that just is a function of capitalism, isn't it? If you like something and it, like, fulfils your need, they can't keep making it <laughs> anymore because they need you to not be fulfilling your need.
1: Well, no, I don't think that's, no. They want you to keep, if they if they know that you're going to buy something, they'll keep making it because they know you'll keep buying it.
0: I don't know. If that were true, like, why would they make, like, new Vegemite or, like, new Coke or whatever? Do you know what I mean? Like, you've already nailed Coke. Why are you making new Coke?
1: <coughs> they Obviously, make new Vegemite, but on. they don't get rid of old Vegemite. You know okay. what I mean?
0: I guess so. I mean, they did get rid of the old shapes, didn't they? Do you remember? They updated the shapes flavour. Yeah, but then they had to go
1: back because everyone got so mad. Yeah, do you think that
0: that was a marketing ploy?
1: I think what happened was they tried to – they were like, everybody cares about health now. We're going to make shapes healthy. We're only going to use natural colours and preservatives or whatever. And they had to change the entire flavour of the shapes. And they were like, look, it's new. It's good for you. It's great. And everyone hated it. So they had to go back to the old unhealthy recipe. That's what I think happened. It's based on – no facts
0: oh interesting I think what happened was was they was like everyone's been taking shapes for granted because they always know they can just have them anytime so they never buy them let's take their little precious shapes away from them and see how they feel then
1: (laughs) do you know I think I probably buy more shapes now that well when they first went back to the original recipe I was buying a lot of shapes so it kind of worked if that was what happened
0: yeah I think that's what happened also, like, mm. it created... You know, this is, I think, the reason why they created um, Vegemite 2.0 as well. Even though, mm. as if people are taking Vegemite for granted, it's one of the few <laughs> items that I will go and buy if we run out of it.
1: Otherwise, <laughs> i just put it on the
0: shopping list, buy it when I go to the supermarket. But there's a few items. Coffee with the, and the Vegemite. Down and breathe in.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I wanna show up at the shoreline and dream break
0: Michigan and I won't to lay share. down <laughs> <laughs> we have <laughs> become experts of market research Actually.